Hey everyone, this is episode 5 of the Traveling Developer Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to do another crypto review, and this time I'm going to go over Ethereum, which I'm super excited about. Um, so, unlike Bitcoin, all the other cryptocurrencies are super new, um, mostly two years and less. And even there's a lot of ICOs coming out lately that's a couple weeks old or really have no form of code at all, and they're just releasing white papers and getting a ton of money, which is a whole other topic. But not to get off straight off topic again, Ethereum. So Ethereum was created by a guy named Vitalik Buterin. And again, unlike Bitcoin, uh, where Satoshi Nakamoto, we don't know who he is or where he is or if it's an actual person, Vitalik Buterin is an actual person and he's super fucking smart and he's only 24 years old. Uh, he got into uh, cryptocurrency when he started working with Bitcoin. And as a coder, he was trying to build applications on top of Bitcoin, but because of the way it's built, is pretty limiting. Um, the block, since the block sizes are pretty small, you can only do so much with it. So he decided to fork the Bitcoin code, which is a forking of the code means you're kind of copying pasting everything that the code does since um, a lot of these cryptocurrencies, most of them are open source. You could take a look at the actual code itself and see how it's working. So what he did was a soft, what's called a soft fork. He just took the code and started his own currency from that as a good starting point. Uh, in, in comparison, a hard fork is basically taking the code and all of its previous transactions and creating a whole new currency based on based on the code and the transaction. So you're basically creating a copy of it. Um, I don't want to get too much into that. It's something that Bitcoin Cash or Bcash did, and we'll, I'll cover that another another episode. But uh, Ethereum was created uh, in a couple, two years ago, I believe, as a soft fork. So like I said, Vitalik Buterin started working with Bitcoin and realized the limitations of it long term and kind of wanted to create his own network or cryptocurrency and the word network is important because you could see if you compare it to bitcoin bitcoin is literally just a currency it's a means of exchange or a store of value you can't really do much with it except for exchange it or hold it um, which isn't a bad thing but it's has ethereum takes a different approach ethereum kind of takes wants to create the web 3.0 so the first set of websites around the world, it was just very basic um, text that people could view from other computers. Uh, Web 2.0 was interactive. There's applications built. Um, you could consider Facebook or Instagram. People would upload photos, talk to each other, and actually use the interface. Web 3.0, I mean, these are all, this isn't an actual technical term, but it's kind of a, a changing of the tides. Um, the next version of the web um, is what Ethereum is striving to be in that you could do all these transactions or applications um, on a blockchain network. So just to go over a little bit of blockchain is a distributed ledger. So um, to compare it to say Facebook, whereas the company Facebook owns their database, no one can access it. Um, 
once you put information on there, you may delete it from your Facebook page, but they still have it in their database, so you can't really change it or modify it or actually see what they're doing. It's a closed source company, whereas cryptocurrency and Ethereum, um, make the small note, not all cryptocurrencies are open source or distributed, but Ethereum is both of those. It's open source. You can see the code. Um, you could contribute to it, and you can see how it works, and it's on the blockchain, which is distributed. So not one single company owns it. Not one single person or entity can change it or remove it. Um, to put it in perspective, say uh, if it was shut down in one country, um, there's a lot of hype of China shutting down different currencies. Um, it, it gets a lot of news coverage, but it's technically impossible to shut down a, a, a decentralized cryptocurrency. That's because you could destroy half the blockchains um, on the network, but you could just take another one and copy and paste it to another one and keep rebuilding it from scratch. Uh, and that's that's technically, if you've heard of uh, Pirate Bay, that's kind of how that works. They could copy and paste their database, and they get shut down all the time. They get they move from country to country, and it still exists, and you could still use it. Um, it's not exactly the same, but a blockchain, a distributed blockchain, kind of has the same idea in that it's almost impossible to shut down or being able to control from one person or entity. Um, and then, so going back to Ethereum, they want to be the new protocol for cryptocurrency. So instead of just a currency, they want people to be able to code different applications on top of it and interact through the Ethereum network. So just like you go onto your computer, you go on the internet, you're going onto a network where a bunch of websites exist and you could view those websites. Ethereum wants to be a new network of secure transactions and secure information. Um, the internet is inherently insecure, and so you're not gonna. You have to have a lot of, um, I guess, things built on top of the internet to be able to transact uh, securely. And even, even some of these huge companies uh, are getting hacked. Their databases are getting hacked for all the credit cards. Uh, I know Home Depot, Target are the first two that come to mind, but literally there, there's almost a story that comes out every week of a, a, a company getting hacked. Um, and that's just a lot harder to do with these cryptocurrencies, the way that they're, they're structured. Um, they've kind of learned from the past and figure out ways to do it a better way. Just because we've been using the internet one way for the longest time doesn't mean we have to continue it. We could create something new. And that's what Ethereum is. And the reason why I'm super excited about it, not just for as an investment standpoint, uh, once again, this is not investment advice, but as uh, as a coder, as a developer, um, I'm interested in learning the code that runs uh, on the Ethereum network, which is called Solidity, uh, which is similar to JavaScript, I've heard. I've used it a little bit. Um, but I'm super excited to get working on it and build an application that people can interact with, and they're called smart smart contracts on the blockchain. So basically, what a smart contract is, it's just basically a program that runs without a third party 
confirming or denying transactions. So uh, you could sit, you could think of a smart contract as it's not technically a smart contract. I mean, you could look of as a contract that executes um, programmatically, so executes on its own without a third party confirming or denying it. And so this allows people to interact on the Ethereum blockchain securely peer-to-peer because they're on the network, the trusted network, and because it's distributed and because it runs purely on code, um, you're not going to have an inside person or inside source uh, corrupting the network itself. Uh, so that's, that's kind of an overview of Ethereum. Um, there's a bunch of, there's also a huge, huge network around Ethereum. And if you've heard of these ICOs, a lot of the ICOs um, are being built on top of the Ethereum network. So they're using the actual token that Ethereum uh, uses is called Ether. And so that they're using Ether to start basically companies on top of this network. So Ethereum wants to be the new protocol for the secure transactions for these new applications. And even if you don't believe some of these ICOs are going to succeed, all you need to do, the more people trust the Ethereum network and want to build on top of it and launch their ICO, the more Ethereum and Ether, the more valuable they become. Um, it's kind of like the network effect in that the more and more people start using it, the more and more valuable it starts to become. Um, that's why you're not going to see, or you're probably not going to see a, another company dethrone Google unless they have some type of supercomputer technology or Facebook because while they started small, now that they're, they're so large, they have a network of users and that's what makes them valuable and that's what makes them these trillion dollar companies. And so while Ethereum is nowhere near that right now, the idea is that once more and more applications are being built on it, more and more people will start using those applications and make the network more valuable. So it's the possibilities around Ethereum are much larger. Uh, you would do a lot more with it. Um, not only, I mean, you could use Ether, but the network itself, I think, is the super interesting and exciting part about Ethereum. Um, and like I said, compared to Bitcoin, is Bitcoin is literally kind of just a, a currency. You could think of Bitcoin like as an app and then the uh, Ethereum network as the app store. So it's like, it's the underlying network that things are built on top of. So if those things that are on top of Ethereum succeed overwhelmingly, that obviously makes the network itself more valuable and allow more people to build on top of it. Uh, so yeah, that's my uh, take on Ethereum. I think the next one I'll go over is Ripple maybe and my thoughts around Ripple and how that differs from Bitcoin and Ethereum. And I would keep in mind that there are so many different cryptocurrencies out there that they are all striving to kind of find their own niche in the market. And a lot of them do the same things. And I would keep in mind a lot of them will fail. Even the uh, founder, uh, Vitalik Buterin, said that a lot of these 95% of the ICOs that are built on top of Ethereum or in general will probably fail. Um, it, it's just the name of the game. It's kind of like the startup world. Um, so many startups fail, but you never really, they don't, they just don't get the publicity 
that some of these ICOs are getting. So in, when investing, be careful, do your research, and uh, tune in for the next episode.